Meanwhile, in the pod cave. another edition of the Podman. I'm Brad. Podman Ron. And uh, we are here with our uh, second episode of the year. And, Whoa, uh, there's, that's right. and uh, things are kicking into high gear in Nerdland. I mean, there's a they lot of are, stuff yeah. happening. A lot of stuff starting to happen. I mean, we we had such a slunt, uh, slumber during the holidays that we <clears throat> had to uh, go back to the 70s well several times. We ain't got time for Man, that we now. Were, we were, oh no, we got all kinds of stuff happening. <laughs> we got uh, new movie trailers, we got uh, new TV shows on Netflix, we got new yep. movies, we got, we got it shit all. going on, man. We got well, shit going Brad, on. I would like to recap a little bit of last week's episode, if you, uh, all right. if you would allow me here, uh, and let everybody know that on the uh, our Instagram page, the Podmen, uh, on Instagram, we have our contest that we talked about earlier last week um, with the Captain Marvel movie. Give us your Rotten Tomatoes uh, ranking for it. Uh, that's good up until March the 1st. And uh, your ranking on uh, Rotten Tomatoes ranking on the Spider-Man um, trailer, Far From Home. Far it's from the first home. trailer, so it's... Uh, it is uh, not locked in yet, so your rank, your Rotten Tomatoes score can change if you want it to on the Spider-Man trailer. So uh, those contests are uh, up and running on our uh, the Podmen Instagram page. So all, all one please, word. <coughs> all one word. The Podmen. The Podmen. All right. The Podmen. All one word. Visit us on Instagram and uh, lock in your your uh, number there. Anyway, that's it. All right, that's it. Uh, that's it. All right, so you want to start off with uh, recapping news or re- news or reviews? What do we do here? Well, let's do let's do some news, Brad. Let's uh let's uh let's uh, put the lead at the back, far in, man. All right, so uh, let's roll that beautiful news music. Main movie news probably is the Oscar nominations. Maybe is that uh, is that what that, everybody that watches movies is concerned about? Uh, that is Brad. But you know what? You yes, you, you say that uh, as if we uh, have a list of the nominees, and I really don't. The only one I really uh, was interested in that was nominated is probably. Would you say this is the no? Wasn't Batman nominated? <clears throat> Uh, supposedly Black Panther is the first ever superhero film to be nominated for Best Picture, at least. Other actors. What was Batman? Wasn't the Dark Knight? No, uh, maybe it was the actor. I think it was maybe director it was... And, and stuff like that, but not Best Picture. I think that's where we're going for a second. All right, so Black Panther is uh, nominated for Best Picture. Your thoughts on this, Brad? Uh, you know, if I'm going to nominate a comic book movie for best picture, I'd have to go with Logan, I think. Um, yeah, I totally agree. Although Logan did fall apart a little bit toward the end for me. 
Uh, overall, I would say that was it presented something that we hadn't seen before, the audience hadn't seen before, a style, a storytelling that we hadn't seen before and everything. So it was it was really something different. Black Panther. <clears throat> sure. We've never seen Wakanda before and all that kind of stuff. Um, but the story itself, there was I don't know, maybe there, you know, as I'm saying it, it's like, yeah, there's nothing. There was nothing groundbreaking about Logan necessarily. <clears throat> it was kind of like, un, uh, uh, shit, um, uh, Clint Eastwood, Unforgiven almost, where a guy's like, right. oh, I've stopped killing people, and then he's forced to kill people, sort of like. Uh, so that, you know, yeah, that story's been done a million times over, and Black Panther has been done a million times over, and I think you've been one to call out. It's like, yeah, it's kind of the Lion King. <laughs> where you know yeah, the son takes yeah, over really and the you know, family member tries to usurp the power and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but there, I mean, while it was a pretty movie, or you know, a very beautiful movie, Black Panther was. was it? Uh, no, I, I would say yes. I mean, I think that the the it had some extremely cool things, the way the different tribes worked and all that kind of stuff, and a shit ton of effort put into costume design and all of that. I don't know if all of that together makes it a best picture, and certainly not the best superhero, not the best superhero movie, and I would say probably not the best movie ever. And especially, I'll get off my tirade here. Especially when you get down toward the end of the movie and everything. And again, we've talked about this before. It kind of feels like the special effects kind of drop off a fucking cliff of Wakanda yes. to where it's like ugh, that kind of. Again, nothing wrong with it's better than I can do on my iPad, but but not by much. It ain't. It wasn't Oscar worthy as a whole, and so I, I think. Uh, so I would say no. I would say that Michael B. Jordan's character was one of the best villains that we've had in a long time, and then Thanos comes in and fucking snaps his finger and makes Killmonger disappear. <sighs> but before Thanos, yeah. you know, we, I think Michael B. Jordan was, <laughs> I liked the, the motives and all that kind of stuff. I thought he did a fantastic job as Killmonger. Uh, but Black Panther himself, meh. Shuri was good. Nothing wrong with her, but outside of Shuri and Killmonger, everybody else was kind of forgettable. So I would say, no, not worthy of best picture. I'll, I'll give it to costume design first and then <clears throat> Michael B. Jordan for best supporting actor. I'd give them the nominations. All right. Well, you know what? You know, I'll say the same thing. I, I've never felt like it deserved the Rotten Tomatoes rating it got either. I, I like the movie. It's a good movie. Uh, to me, it's not one of Marvel's best movies. It's It ranks up there, but it's to me, it's not the what everybody just oogles about i love that director though and and what's disappointing is the fact that he should have creed should have got a best picture nod that that was best picture quality and he didn't and that i think he got robbed there this i just don't feel that it's that great that deserves a best picture um just, just my thoughts, my opinions. I mean, I'm happy that a superhero picture yeah. is getting taken serious enough to get it. So, you know, I'll take that. But it's, know, up against, it's up against Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, which you saw, uh, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice. <clears throat> so, I, I don't know. 
Um, Green Book, I'd like to see that. That looks really good. I'd like to see Black Klansman. I heard was really good. I haven't seen that. I heard Roma was really good too. Um, so yeah, I bet if any of those, I, I would say Green Book would probably get it. Okay. I'm going to go with Roma. I haven't seen it. That's the only one of the, I think Black Panther, but the only other one that I would want to see really is Roma. Yeah, I don't think Star is Born is, I don't know. I didn't see it, so I can't talk about it. So, <laughs> but we'll see. Um, you know, if, superhero movies though that deserve an Oscar, I really like The Dark Knight. I thought that had really, yeah, that, that really had themes that made you think. You know what I'm saying? That, you know, you're, you're like, oh, you know, you, you, you grow old enough to, that you become the bad guy. You know, I, you know, that was a great line in that movie. I, that's really not the whole line, but, but that's, that always kind of, that's the gist of it. I always liked that. It made you think that, that was a movie that kind of made you sit back and think. Black Panther didn't really make you sit back and think about anything. It's just, it's the Lion King. So. It was, uh, hats off to him, you know, uh, congratulations. I don't want to poo poo on it, you know, like don't I said, it is, no, no, just let's not mess up geek parade. I mean, it's a win for us as geeks, you know, it's a win for us as, uh, uh, hey, look, you know, look how far we've come. Maybe we've got a superhero movie in best picture. So, I guess instead of tearing it down, we should be celebrating. That's so, right. There we that's go. right. And maybe <clears throat> Christian Bell, he's uh, nominated for uh, lead actor. So maybe Christian Bell will get some <clears throat> retribution there. Yeah, maybe so. He's, I heard yeah. he's kind of an asshole. So. <laughs> <laughs> so Hashtag Christian Bell. Listen to this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what is, the only other thing that <clears throat> that we are uh, concerned about, I think, it would be... Animated feature. Animated feature. Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs, Mirai, I'm not sure of that one, uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, I mean, if that doesn't get it, then... Yeah, I, I think that's, that's a good one. Yeah, no, none of those other. Maybe Isle of Dogs, that would be maybe the one to watch because it is a unique... Right story and a unique animation but but when you compare it to spider-verse oh my god i mean it's day and night and spider-verse kicks its ass so what they what they put into that movie was just incredible so i was looking so black (sighs) panther was also nominated maybe some other of these weird categories but uh also nominated for sound editing which, you know, again, what the, what's the fucking qualifications of a good sound editing? I don't know. I mean, I know I appreciate good sound, but I don't know what makes a good, uh, you know, and it's sound mixing. And sound mixing. So yeah, there's only one, I, I guess I'll take that back. The only movie that I really recall being like, holy shit, this deserves to win some sort of sound editing or mixing, uh, was a, uh, a Chinese, I think it was a Chinese movie, Hero, uh, had, the best fucking sound in it. Loved it. Uh, but other than that, I don't know if I notice anything. So sound editing, sound mixing, production design, uh, original score, uh, da, 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 original song, 
and costume design, not, nothing for visual effects. Visual effects, uh, Infinity War, Christopher Robin, First Man, Ready Player One, and Solo, A Star Wars Story. So I would guess we would both agree that uh, Thanos should Thanos should probably be nominated for fucking uh, Best Supporting Actor. Uh, so hopefully that will get recognized in visual effects, I would think. Uh, but other than that, I would say, yeah, give uh, give Black Panther some costume design. Did you ever see uh, Mary Poppins Returns? I did not. That's nominated as well. So The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Black Panther, The Favorite, Mary Poppins Returns, and Mary Queen of Scots, nominated for Best Costume Design. So Nice, nice, very nice. Uh, so yeah, so there you go. So we will have to wait until the, uh, 91st Oscars, uh, come out and see what happens there. See what happens on, uh, February 24th. So about a month from now, we'll find out if, uh, well, America agrees that, uh, Black Panther is a fine superhero movie, but not necessarily the best superhero movie, nor the best movie of all. We shall see. We shall see. Um, what else you got for movie stuff? That's uh... we we know uh, uh, all you uh, Sylvester Stallone fans out there, which I guess you can count probably on two hands now. He is uh, Rambo, one of his uh, most m- memorable characters. The final Rambo, I guess maybe, it's the final. Maybe it's, it's final. called. Uh, it's called Rambo The Last Blood, and uh, the, they finally uh, said the release is going to be fall of this year. So we've got some uh, photos of him looking like he's a cowboy, wearing a cowboy hat, wearing a, like a rancher's uh, cowboy shirt. So apparently he's uh, hiding out on a ranch or working on a ranch. or Probably working on a ranch, yeah. And uh, kind of curious if uh, Stallone's going to let this character go and let him die in this one. I mean, with a with a title like Last Blood, you would think that it would be a great bookend, you know. Did the series? Uh, yeah, yeah. Did you see the last Rambo movie? Ram? I just playing the title Rambo. I think it was titled John Rambo, wasn't it? Hey, I thought that's what this one was going to be called at one point. No, this one's called Rambo Last Blood. Right, right. So I could be wrong, I'm, uh, but. No, I did not. To answer your question, I did not. But I heard it was good, actually. I actually got good reviews the last one did. Yeah, it was – I actually, it was kind of pretty – I mean, some of the uh, the fight scenes, the realism in it, everything was fantastic. Um, so it's, it's <laughs> funny, not so funny. If I can get – if I can get real here for a second on the pod, man. I know we don't get real very often. Uh, I do kind of uh, somewhat joke about it now that I – I saw that movie a couple of times and then was uh, making my wife sit down and watch it with me because I'm like, oh, this is a fun movie. Uh, and about maybe a quarter of the way into it or so, something like that, uh, I got the call that uh, my dad went into the hospital and had died. So I can't watch <laughs> that movie anymore because that brings back the – I have flash – I have yeah. uh, PST, not about the war, but yet my dad dying because yeah, I watched that movie of- then. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of that's kind of a real bummer, man. Jeez. Yeah, I can't. So I don't know if I'll sorry, will I dude. be able to see Rambo: Last Blood without having some sort of traumatic. Uh, uh, I think he's with me. I, 
Well, considering he looks like a cowboy, uh, I think... An old punchy cowboy? An old punchy cowboy. I think you can uh, separate the two from okay, from each right. other. We'll I, mean, I, I think about, I don't know, I guess it's been about a year, maybe a little longer than a year. I I sat down and watched First Blood and uh, was kind of uh, taken aback by it. You know, yeah. it, I was, uh, it'd been a while since I've seen it, and I was like, oh, this is really, really holds up pretty well, you know? Now, the other one's not so much. The, well, they kind of they kind of did the Rocky thing. They, they totally did went, the Rocky thing, yeah. They kind of went a little bit into fantasy land, so. <laughs> Just but, a you know, yeah, a little bit. So, but anyway, that's our uh, fall 2019, so we'll have to wait a long time. I would have thought that this would have been a, uh, I guess it couldn't have been a summer release. It would have gotten killed in the summertime. Yeah. But uh, other than that, well, there's some also uh, some in-game news from uh, Infinity War in-game or Avengers 4 in-game. Got some couple of little tidbits from that. Yeah. Wait, um, do we know, from, have any spoiler uh, warnings here? Well, I mean, all of this is going to be spoiler warnings. <laughs> but apparently it's been leaked. This is how a lot of people uh, find out stuff about these movies these days. If it's not a... A Lego set revealing something. <laughs> right. Action. It's, it's a Funko Pop or an action figure revealing something. So, and in this case, it would be the action figures this time. Somebody got a, uh, peek at some action figures that are not supposed to be put on the shelf yet. <clears throat> and they got a peek of them. And, uh, there is a Valkyrie action figure wow. for Endgame. So telling us that Valkyrie, who was last seen in Thor Ragnarok and, was totally missing from uh, Avengers Infinity War. Uh, apparently, she will be in the uh, Avengers Endgame. She's going to be one of the heroes in it. And the other uh, action figure was a Pepper Potts figure in an Iron Man costume, in an Iron Man armor, excuse me. Right. So <clears throat> people who are familiar with the comic book will uh, know that Pepper Potts in the comic book does wear an Iron Man armor, and she calls herself Rescue. Oh. Um, I don't know if we've talked about this before on the podcast. I think we have. And, uh, but, so it is possible. There's speculation out there that she is, uh, going to be the one that rescues Tony Stark. So okay. We don't know that for sure, but <clears throat> there is that. She, so, but apparently she will be suiting up in the movie. So we will see how that all flies. So that's uh, two more little pieces of the puzzle for Endgame that you can uh, try to fit into the big picture. And also the uh, the maybe proposed or alleged time travel suits of, uh, I guess they've been kind of somewhat leaked in the past, recent past, uh, but the white Avengers armor-looking thing that everybody's wearing, <clears throat> including Hulk. Yeah, and that's why that's what system. Right, that's what Valkyrie's wearing. That's what all of them are. Hulk's wearing. They're all wearing that suit. So, in these action figures, so <clears throat> we shall see. We shall see. I got one other thing in movie news. It's right. not really a movie. Well, I got two things in movie news actually. <laughs> One is our old friend uh, Brian Bradford, uh, our 
Brian. <laughs> Good old Brian. He, uh, oh, Brian. <laughs> he, uh, I think he either, he read this somewhere, and I thought it was pretty interesting enough to pass it along, um, that, you know, you see Nick Fury in the uh, Spider-Man trailer. So everybody's like, oh, Nick Fury's going to be in the Spider-Man trailer. And it's been kind of leaked that Mysterio is working for Nick Fury, S.H.I.E.L.D., right? Right. He's a hero. But there is speculation out there that Nick Fury may not be Nick Fury. He may be a scroll. Nope. Think back to an old oh, Spider-Man the, uh, villain. Changeling or swap of The chameleon. The chameleon. The chameleon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so speculation is that Nick Fury is actually the chameleon. And he's working with Mysterio. And they're kind of running a ruse on the uh, old dummy Peter Parker. Okay. So, I like that theory. I like, oh, I like it, it too. I thought it was, I thought it was a pretty good theory, you know, all of a sudden, you know, it, it kind of would make sense a little bit. So it would be, it would be a, it would be a twist. It would be definitely be a, a nice twist. Shyamalan type it, twist. Yeah, it would be. And we'll get to him later, but all right. it would, uh, it would be a twist. And I thought it was interesting enough to mention it here. So right. I, I, I have mentioned right. it. Yeah. I have a, you heard it first. Something to think about. You heard it first. <laughs> you may have read it somewhere else, but you heard it first. My only, in my only other news and, uh, movie news is as much as, uh, just a little tidbit about the Ghostbuster movie that's coming out that, you know, we talked about last week that they did a little, uh, did we talk about this last week? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> they did a little teaser trailer, um, for the Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 3 is coming out 2020, which is pretty, they're throwing this thing together quick and it's based on the original universe. It's going to have hopefully most of the original cast that are still alive, if not all of them. And, uh, but not everybody is happy with this, Brad. Who would not be happy with seeing the original Ghostbusters? Wow. <laughs> well, apparently. Leslie Jones, who was Leslie in the Jones. last re- Leslie Jones, who was in the last Ghostbusters movie, that horrid 2016 debacle that they threw together. She's she's uh she's offended that they're just <laughs> wiping out their continuity and replacing it with the old continuity and wiping out the women. Ah, okay. So she's, uh, seems like she's trying to turn it into a sexist thing. Although people have reminded her that, you know, their movie basically wiped out the men. Right. So, okay. you know, it's like, eh. The, the so anyway. male Ghostbusters have had their time. So, but now, but as we talked about earlier, I mean, uh, last week, I believe they're going to do a, a male and a female Ghostbusters. So we're going to have two males and two females on the team. Uh, is right. the rumor that keeps coming around. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see what happens. Have two males, two so, yeah. females, and zero <clears throat> people care. <laughs> <laughs> and, two, and two shits given. Yep, two so, shits given. So, yeah, she's upset about it. I don't know. She, like, she didn't get paid for it or something. I don't know. You know, I'd be like, eh, more power to them. That movie sucked. I wouldn't want to be... Associated right, with that right. 2016 Ghostbuster, I'd be like, "Yeah, thank God I don't have to be in that sequel." <laughs> yeah, so well, not calling me back. But of course, it's all comes back to political stuff, and you know, it's it's an affront to uh, 
she thinks it's being disrespectful to them and women or something to that effect. Yeah, blah, so. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> blah, blah, Hey, blah, you don't blah. have to mansplain it to me. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got to mansplain it to me, brother. I hear you. So, it's just like, we just want the original. I would have been fine with just, let's just have the original Ghostbusters back. I would love Leslie Jones in that cow. I've said it before. All those women were funny. They just weren't funny in that movie. Just it's not movie. their fault. It was just terrible writing. So, Leslie Jones, I love you. Just go out there and do something funny. Just go on out there, lady. Just go on out there. Find you a good script and something. Something funny. You're a talented lady. Go, go do something fun. So anyway, that's, that's, that's movie news. All right, movie, any TV, uh, TV news? I think it's kind of light, TV-wise. Oh man, TV news. Uh, yeah, the only thing, and boy, if I'm talking about Chandler Riggs from The Walking Dead, you know it's light TV news. Now, who is Chandler Riggs? Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> Coral. That's Coral. Who is Coral? Carl. Carl. Oh, Carl. Carl. Okay, yeah, okay, so the kid. Yeah, the, the kid, kid is a uh, spinoff. Well, uh, well, apparently he's, uh, he's, he tweeted out yesterday or a couple of days ago. I'm not really sure that he's going to be in a new show. He's working on a pilot for a new show, but oh, he okay. didn't really say what it was. So oh, okay. Well, no one he just wanted to, he just wanted the people to know that he's know. doing, Hey, he's doing good. He's going to be he's, okay. He's, he's going to be, okay. be okay. So Chandler Riggs. That and I just that's my TV news, so that's pretty sad. And I just want to ask you, have you seen the new Matthew McConaughey commercial with Lincoln? Uh I've seen I've seen some. I don't know if they're too new. What's I've, I've, the only one that comes to mind is him just him driving and smiling. Well now they they've got one that he's playing pool. Okay. And I don't and like everybody's amazed that he's playing pool, and I'm like, and they're like, I've never seen him do this. Before. Oh, really? Huh. I, I don't get it. I, I don't get the commercial. All I don't. Right, I don't all right. I, and it's making me really hate this guy. And oh, I really wow. like Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, I know it's it's having the opposite effect. I don't want to buy a Lincoln, and now I'm starting to hate Matthew McConaughey. Wow, that's a, so, like a never never the the internet hasn't seen quite a backfire of this since uh the Gillette uh commercial I know I know I, I hate myself <laughs> I hate myself fucking man I'm an asshole apparently all right, all right you know we there has been a lot of backlash that well I would say that we've done quite a bit of work you especially with the format of everything uh, for the pod men. I think that a lot of people that we're going to have a little bit of backlash about the pod men. I think we may have to just change it to the pod people. Uh, but we're, we'll see how this plays out. We're, we're hopefully Gillette and Matthew McConaughey will take all the attention away from the pod men. <laughs> and we won't have Fucking to go Matthew through McConaughey. yet another rebranding. And I mean, am I wrong, Brad? You got to, you got to watch this Matthew McConaughey commercial. All right. I mean, all right. I, all right. I will. <laughs> I just don't get it, man. Although it's working because I'm talking about it, yeah. you know. Evidently, they got what they wanted. I'm, 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 they, I'm on our, me. I'm on our podcast, on our podcast, giving them free advertising to all our people out there who, who will go out now and buy a Lincoln because they heard it on our podcast, and we get zero money. We're getting that. zero kickback on. We it. get yeah. zero shit for that. Yeah, well, that's that's the way we've. 
developed our business here at the Vaudeville <laughs> Evidently. <laughs> Somehow or another, we Zero. thought it was a good idea. All right, so on to uh, on to move. We, we let's fuck that. We don't have time to talk about Gillette and Cadillac commercials, Lincoln Continentals, whatever. We got we got some real movie stuff to talk about. Well, we got trailers actually. That's right. We got, we got two trailers that dropped. All right, let's hit it. As you mentioned, we got two trailers that dropped. Uh, let's let's go with uh, John Wick three because we I'm, John- I have le- I have less to talk about with John Wick. I've seen I I've seen parts of the first movie. I don't even know if it was most of it, and it's enjoyable. Um, so I'm not sure what's going on here in the uh, in this third chapter of uh, the John Wick uh, saga here, other Brad, than it seems like the whole city's after him for some reason. Why are they all mad? Well, if you, if you would have watched the part two, you would understand. What does he do to piss Brad, off the whole city? I'm not going to tell you, Brad, because you know what? I want you to wa- watch John Wick this weekend. All right. <clears throat> that is your homework. Okay. And I want you to say, well, I want because we've never really done a proper John Wick review. We've never done him properly, no. <clears throat> so let's... That's, I mean, that's your homework. Okay. I want you to watch John Wick 2. Uh, 1 and 2 if you got time, but since you said you saw some of 1, you should watch them both. Maybe I'll watch the tail end of 1 and <clears> 2. <throat> How about that? If I can find them. I, Are they online somewhere? This is a movie I actually only watched like seven, six or seven months ago and kicked myself. I never understood why I hadn't seen them sooner. I mean, they are amazing movies. I mean, very good movies. So I was really looking forward to John Wick 3. I mean, after John Wick 2 went off, I was just like, when is number three coming out? And lucky for me, it was only six or seven months. Well, I guess it's going to be longer. But um, but then I saw this trailer. Yeah. And uh, what did you think of the trailer, Brad? Uh, it looked good. Uh, you know, my first thought was that it was uh, it's a pretty trailer. It was very colorful, <laughs> the lights, the... Uh, couldn't tell if he was in, you know, like Chinatown somewhere in the U.S. or <clears throat> some other country or something. But uh, <laughs> it looked like he done did something or another to get uh, Shane, uh, Ian McShane or whoever pissed off at him and sick the entire city on him and looking for a, bo- a bounty on John Wick's head. And uh, he has a dog with him, which is, I think, part of the part of the John Wick charm. Uh, he re, uh, reunited with, uh, uh, Matrix, Lawrence, Larry Lawrence Fishburne. Was he in the previous movies? Do you remember? I can't remember. Right. Probably. Yeah, I think he was. I think he was. Uh, and then, uh, one of the internet's favorite actresses pops up toward the end, uh, um, uh, shit, now I forgot her name. I can't even think of her name. I hate her so much. Uh, Halle Berry. Cat, Halle Berry. Halle Berry, <laughs> Catwoman herself, right? Uh, so I'm not sure. You kind of lost me at Halle Berry. Um, yeah, and I, that's what I was going to, I was going to say the same thing too. I, I, I'm not, not, I can't say I've never been a fan of Halle Berry. It's not that I don't like her. She's likable enough, but I don't, yeah. I don't know. There's something about her I've just never. She's not been one of my favorites, especially in some of these action movies. And 
when I saw her, because I had no idea she was going to be in it, when I saw her on it, I was, my, I just kind of went, ugh. <laughs> just, it just kind of took the sail out of my, my yeah. winds there, you know? I mean, yeah, I'm sure it's still going to be a good movie, but yeah, I kind of, I really don't want them sharing screen time with, with her, but, you know, eh. I guess he's got to change it up a little bit. I guess so. Um, How Halle Berry wouldn't have been my first choice to go with, but <laughs> right at all, it's not. It's like we're. It's not 1999 anymore. It's not the early 2000s. I mean, seems like. Uh, but then again, it is Keanu Reeves, so maybe it is. Uh, um, but anyway, I that's that kind of took a lot out of it. For me, uh, the rest of it, like you said, I love the music. I love the what I saw. The what was going on was definitely a continuation of what happened at the end of number two. Um, it was really, man, it really had me going. The fight scenes, everything was really cool. Halle Berry just took a little bit out of it, so mm-hmm. I, you know, hopefully she'll. I'll be wrong. I, you know, prove me wrong, Halle Berry. So, what's your uh, what's your prediction of how it's going to do in the box office? Um, well, my PMR rating on this, I'd have to give it a PMR of, uh, four. This trailer, I'll give a PMR of four on the trailer. Okay. Box office on this, uh, I'd say an 85. I think it'll be the lowest John Wick one. Wow. They, they've done that well in the past? I'm pretty sure they have. I'm not really sure to be quite honest with you, but they are good movies. What about you? What about PMR for you? I I guess um, trying to register. Um, I I'll give it a four, and I'm going to go with a uh, seventy-five. Wow! I think people okay. are going to be so turned off by Halle Berry <laughs> that they are going to refuse. You really to don't like Halle Berry. I hate Halle Berry. Really don't like yeah. Halle Berry. I just don't think she she brings anything new to the screen. Not since gotcha. Monsters Ball. I gotcha. I got. I feel you there. I feel you there. So it's uh yeah she's. I don't know what it is about her. I just don't. Ah, she's like I said. She seems likable enough. She's pretty. I mean she's very pretty. But I've just never really been a been, been a big fan. So. She just kind of took a little bit out of it for me. Right. So, Deck onward you. to the next trailer. So we'll put this up. This will uh, I will put this on our uh, Instagram at the Podmen, one word, and uh, it's trailer one. So it's not locked in. So give us your uh, give us your uh, Rotten Tomatoes rating just based on this trailer right now. Yeah, I guess we'll move on to the Shazam trailer number two. Shazam, Captain Shazam. Marvel, Shazam. Uh, What'd you think? I, you know, it was good. I, uh, yeah, I do, I still have some questions about Zachary Levi. You know, still a little pessimistic about him. Uh, you know, I think he can certainly pull off the comedy bits and all that stuff, but I'm not sure, I'm not sure if I buy him as a heroic bit. Um, you know, and, and that's probably unfair to hold. You know, hold more of a. I see him more of a comedic actor and not an action guy. But you know what? We gave good old Ryan Reynolds a chance that he's more of a, 
you know, good-looking leading man guy, and he turned out to be pretty funny as Deadpool and everything, so maybe I should not be so harsh with Zach. Oh, Zach. Uh, but it had some really good visuals with, you know, Billy Batson jumping off the roof and saying it and being struck by lightning and all that. Yeah, Man, but that, that looked that, really that, cool. That looked really cool. That did. Uh, that some some of the cool. flying scenes look pretty remnant of uh, Man of Steel. You know, it was kind of so fast you couldn't really tell what the hell was going on. So right. uh, that may may be on purpose. I don't know if they're trying to maybe, uh, you know, uh, with the success of Aquaman, uh, the DC folks have came up saying that, hey, we, we're not really trying to do a connected universe. We're just doing some one-off movies, and we hope you go see them type stuff, which maybe that's the right way to do from, from you know, they're uh, learning from their failures of the past. Uh, so I'm not sure, you know, obviously in the movie, the first trailer, we see that it is in a universe where seemingly Ben Affleck, Batman, and, and Superman exist and everything. Uh, but they may end up, you know, kind of downplaying that. But it definitely had, there was a, the fight scenes definitely had a Man of Steel type vibe to it. Um, but no, I, I thought it was pretty good. And it seemed like the internet... Everybody was like, oh, that's so funny. Yeah, that's exactly what a teenager would do is try to go buy beer and get a, a secret lair or whatever. It's like, okay, maybe, sure, why not? Um, but no, I thought it was pretty well, pretty well made. I agree with you. I like, <clears throat> I think what I liked most about this, this was, like you said, the, the look of him jumping off the roof. That looked fantastic. And the lightning hit him, but how everything is, Normal colors, you know, it's not, mm. it's not that weird right. tint that they add to some superhero movies, right. you know, it's not the, the, the way Zack Snyder used to add that, whatever the hell it was called, right. that just didn't have that weird, it just, everything was bright, colorful, his costume is bright and colorful, you know, the, to me, the jokes hit, I mean, the, the, the kids were great, you know, the, the yeah, interaction think, between all that. I think that's, uh, you know, that, that's a good point yeah. as well is that, you know, just like Stranger Things or um, was there another movie that we were talking about where the kids really kind of jail, maybe it or something? You know, it seems like, you know, the guys playing Freddie and Billy in this, it seemed like they're really good actors and likable. Right. They don't seem <clears throat> bratty kids or, you know. You know, they seem like they're just really good kids in real life, sort of, and having fun with it. So I think that's, uh, you know, what's going to really have to sell the movie in is just these kid actors. And sometimes uh, I think so too. Sometimes, I, they're I, hit, I, sometimes they're a miss, but I think they're good. Right, and, and I think in this, so far, what I've seen, uh, they're kind of a hit. Uh, it just seems like it's just a, it's. An interesting take. You know, it's a little bit different. You know, it's different from what we've seen before. Um, kind of, I guess. <laughs> um, Zachary Levi was nervous about, I was nervous about him. But one thing I didn't realize about Zachary Levi until I was watching him in the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is yeah. he's, he's on in season two is how tall he is. Oh, really? And how, how big of a guy he actually is. Yeah, I've ne- I never watched Chuck. Wasn't that what he was on with yeah, Chuck? Yeah, I watched a few episodes. They were good. I never realized how tall a guy he is. And he is a big, broad guy, actually. So, 
you know, when I saw him in that, I was like, oh, well, shit, no wonder they got him to play Shazam. And, you know, him in the costume looks really cool. I mean, <clears throat> the costume, I, I like the fact that they, they didn't try to make it, you know, modernized looking or do right. any kind of weird, to, you know, it's Shazam's costume. And it looks, it looks corny at some points, but it, at the same time, it looks cool as hell. So, I mean... I, I like the way they did it. And the story, I, I was, I was talking to, uh, Brian last night, actually, and we talked about former Podman Brian last night. <laughs> Me and him were talking and, and I've kind of gone, when I'm looking at these trailers for these superheroes, especially Marvel and especially Marvel because I've named it, I call it the Marvel effect. And it kind of, kind of goes for this DC trailer too. If I can watch the trailer, say, like the Captain Marvel trailer, and I can watch it, and if I take out every reference to the Marvel Universe in that trailer, you take out Nick Fury, and you take out, you know, Coulson and Scrolls, and you take out anything else out, and you watch that trailer without any of them, and, and there's no connection to the Marvel Universe, and you watch that trailer and you see that story, will I want to go see that movie? And Captain Marvel, no, it just looks... It just looks like a blast sci-fi movie. But same thing. If I watch the Spider-Man trailer and I take out Nick Fury and I take out, you know, stuff that connects it to the Marvel Universe and it's just the Spider-Man story, what we've got, that's that looks good. You see what I'm saying? Does yeah, that make yeah. sense? Yeah. And same thing with this uh, the Shazam movie. You know, if you take out the fact that it's set in the... DC Universe, if you don't have Batman's logo and you, you know, Aquaman and Superman and any mention of that, and it's just this character and it's based on them alone, I still want to see this movie. It, it looks really good. It looks entertaining. It looks like it's going to entertain me for two hours. Uh, and so, uh, as with, uh, Avengers Endgame, Funko Pop seems to have uh, maybe spoiled some secrets with that as well. That they've they've got Funko Pops of Freddie Freeman, uh, Eugene, and Darla. Who I don't know, but as part of the whole uh, the the Shazam family, the Captain Marvel family. So, oh, so I guess they're all going to be uh, Shazam. I people. guess so because there's also you know rumors that we know that Doctor Sylvana or whoever is the uh, the main villain. Uh, but there's also rumors that the seven deadly sins are going to be in it as well. So all of a sudden, it kind of seems like it's maybe could be possibly getting a little bloated there with characters. We'll we'll see. Um, you know, it's funny you, you mentioned about I um, uh, was reading rereading one of the uh, whatever it was Shazam uh, Hope. Uh, the uh, Treasury Edition, Paul Dini, uh, Alex Ross, big uh, graphic novel thingies. You know? Right, right, yeah. And uh, and just rec- it's like how, you know, if if you think about it too much, it feels like DC. Not that it's going to have a problem with it, but you know, the nerds will pick it apart type stuff. It's like okay, so the Amazons 
kind of established that Zeus and all these people were real. And now, you know, the, the Shazam kind of reinforces that, that he gets his powers from Solomon and uh, Zeus and Mercury and all. You know, it's just it's kind of a weird thing to try to battle up against uh, Marvel superheroes that, you know, there's there's no not a whole lot of mythology. You know, Thor, they downplayed Thor uh, Nor- Norse god stuff, you know what I mean? They, they downplayed that and just said, oh, he's an alien, everybody's cool with it type thing. Right, right. But <clears throat> DC, you know, they here's this second character that's kind of steeped in this mythology of Greek or Roman mythology, and it's like, eh, it's just too complicated to try to fit it into a real-world thing, you know what I mean? So I, I just wonder how they're going to fold it in or if they're just going to gloss over it really quickly with the wizard and all that stuff and not, you know, again, not don't waste too many brain cells trying to think of that. Well, are these the real gods of this universe? Is there a god? Is there a Jesus? Is there a vision? You know, what is there? These are the gods of the universe? This is kind of crazy, you know? Um, I think they're just going to gloss over it. Just uh, gloss. See, I think they should. I mean, I don't think they should spend a whole lot of time on it. But Yeah, I don't think they will. Uh, uh, but I really it, but it did remind me kind of a little bit about re- rereading that, about the character itself, that it is – he is supposed to be – you know, he's the big red cheese, right? You know, we've got yeah, the big blue yeah, boy big scout and Superman and the big red cheese. So he is supposed to be kind of nerdy – not nerdy, but well, uh, a do-gooder. Uh, type stuff. Yeah. Right. Well, because he's he's got the mind of a child. I mean, right. so which is something I was talking about last, yesterday was like in the comic book Billy Batson is kind of like he's got the mind of a child, so he's kind of nerdy. Where this Billy Batson looks like he's got it. Not so he's nerdy, but together a little bit more. Right, right. So just a little bit more on that. So <laughs> But yeah, I uh, I'm gonna give this uh, trailer a, a five. Oh wow, that's a big one. Yeah, I, and, and how do you think a five for me is? Well, five for me is I've got to go see it the first night, and wow. this trailer makes me want to go see it the first wow. night. So yeah, I definitely want that's to. Good. I, yeah, I think so. And you think it's going to do pretty well? I think so. Um, you know, I. God, you know, I hate to give another 85, but I think, I think the, I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it an 80. I'm going to give it an 80. Okay. Because just because I just, uh, I think critics are going to kind of tear it up a little bit. Yeah, I think they, they will as well. I'm going to go slightly higher with 83. All right, I was going to go eight three, and I can change that when the next uh, trailer comes out, and you can change yours. So, and and listeners out there can change theirs if they do go to Podmin Instagram site. Uh, so, what would you give it on a PMR rating on the trailer? Trailer two. Uh, I'll give it four. I still have four. my doubts that they're going to make me really, really give a shit about Shazam, but uh, you know, I'll, I'm open to it. All right, well, cool. Well, there you have it. Uh, both uh, positive on both of those yeah. trailers, I guess, you know. 
I'm looking forward to it. That's in April, so. That just kind of went blurb. Dead air, dead air. Dead air, dead air. Sorry, I was trying to recharge something. Um, what else movie-wise? Let's see what else we got here. Well, yeah, we can... Uh, trailer-wise, I think that's our trailer, man. I yeah. think, uh... We can, uh, we can go on into the, uh, Punisher season two. If I, uh, you know, Podman Ron did his, his due diligence and, uh, for you, the listeners and suffered through that turd that we called Punisher season two. Whew. All right. It was a hard road to hoe. Let's hit the TV theme. So you say you suffered through it. That doesn't sound very promising. Man, you know, I, I just, I don't know who's writing this dribble and who's doing this, but man, oh man, oh man. I, it's, I, I can't even know. I don't even know where to start. I'll start with it started good. I, I will say the, the show itself, the first, the first episode, was entertaining. The second episode, alright, I'm alright, it's got me, I'm still there. The third episode was fantastic. I'm talking, it's like a, wow. it, it was like the, uh, Assalto precinct whatever, it was, it was a kind of an homage to that. That's, it was the same story basically. It was really, really good. Now if I would have just ended with three, <laughs> If episode three, I could have just ended it. I would say I would give this a, a PMR of four or five. Yes, it was a great season. But, whew, man, oh man, after it just spiraled uncontrollably after that. Uh, I cannot even, I can go with, whew, Let's just start. Okay, we'll start off. The premise of it. Don't go into too much detail. So we still have we still have a movie review here, right? All right. Well, let me just say, I just there's just some things I've got to get off my chest with this mood, this show. You got (coughs) you got Frank Castle, a drifter right now, goes into a bar, uh, meets a girl who's being chased by bad guys. So he's she's a teenager. She, so, he protects her, he saves her from these people who are just, like, a, it seems like a secret organization or something. They are just after her ass. So you're like, why are they after her so bad? It's a mystery. I mean, you're like, oh, wow, this is, this is really cool. Who is this guy? Who is this mystery guy yeah. that's after her? Why are they after her? Well, um this episode three comes along and you know he's there him and the girl are, are arrested and they're at this precinct and this guy who's the head of these assassins he comes in and he wants the he wants them and but he's he's with this detective who's working with them and they try to you know talk the local cops to you know let's let's go ahead and take them off your hands they say no the the creepy leader, his name's John Pilgrim, says, you know, we'll be back, basically. And they 
<clears throat> the detective runs off because he's done. He's like, I don't want to be a part of this. Runs off. And then John Pilgrim and probably about 25 assassins storm the, the police station. And <clears throat> it was kick ass. And this John Pilgrim guy is entertaining enough because he's, he's like got this Christian values and all this good stuff. And he recites the, you know, the Bible and stuff. He's one of those where, you know, that he says Bible verses while he does stuff. <laughs> right. Well, then you kind of realize, okay, they're kind of, kind of slamming the Christian right, you know, the alt right right now. You know, it's kind of, they've turned in a little political thing going on here. Um, but that's okay. It's still interesting until you find out what they're fighting for, what they what the big secret is. And it basically is she, she is trying to protect. She's got film, two film canisters, and you heard me right, folks, film. <laughs> I don't know who in 2019 has film, but she's got two rolls of film that show that a senator is having a gay relationship. <laughs> and, yes, you heard me right, folks. It's 2019. Hey, yeah, it's shocking. And it is, yes, I mean... And it's his parents, you heard me right, folks, the senator's parents. Now, the senator himself looks like he's about 40 years old, but his parents are in their 60s. One of them, his mother is uh, uh, Annette Benning, oh. who plays the mom. They, are, they have hired, because they are Christian yeah. alt-right, they have hired John, not hired John Pilgrim. They have, John Pilgrim has a sick wife who they're paying her medical bills and keeping her, you know, as healthy as they can and his two children while he does assassin work for them. <laughs> it is so fucking bizarre. It's crazy. And, and this assassin work is them killing all these, this girl's Friends, because they saw the senator with a gay man wow. and having a relationship with a gay man. It is like what? I mean, it is so bizarre and so so. They're willing this this family, this rich family, this rich senator's mom and dad, not even the senator himself, the senator's mom and dad are so willing to protect the senator's secret. That they're sending in this hit squad to kill all these people. Wow. And the big secret is that he's gay. What the fuck? I mean, it was so insane. And what's so sad about this is that part was the good storyline until it was revealed <laughs> what it was all about. And then after that, well, once you find out what the big secret is, it's like, oh, this is just stupid now. I mean... Where it was really cool that it seemed like it was some big major secret. And this may be a secret organization that's after them. Turned out to be so bad, so dumb. I mean, like unbelievable dumb. Wow. I mean, uh, 
anyway, like I said, from from the point that it was filmed that they were trying to protect to the point that it's, you know, the evil Christian alternative, you know, alt-right, you know, it, it was just terrible uh, in all just, and that's not even the other part. The other part was, you know, you had two storylines going on at the same time. The other part being Billy from the last one, last season, who's now Jigsaw, uh, who has like a couple of facial scars that they, every time someone sees them has to make, oh, you got a nasty face. Who did that to your face, ugly man? You know, they pick on they them and to, it's like, yeah. Really? He's got like three scars and that's it. You know, I mean, you barely notice them. I mean, yeah, you notice them, but it's not like Jigsaw in the comic where it's all torn up. Uh, but they, they go overboard to make it like, whoa, look at this. Oh, look, this is terrible. Uh, and oh my God. And then let's not get me started on Billy's relationship with a psychiatrist, which is, I guess the new thing to do now is, you know, if you're a female psychiatrist, you're going to fall in love with your bad boy patient because right. <laughs> it's, it, this is what happens in this uh, movie and this, and it's terrible. It's awful. Uh, this is what, uh, I can't, as you can see, I'm just frustrated by I know, this you, because you haven't well, even talked I mean, about Frank Castle any. Well, here's the thing. It's like, we as a society now has to feel bad for the villain and the villain has to always now in any movies it seems has to have this reason why he's a bad guy. And you've got to feel sorry for him because, you know, he's really not that bad. You know, he was, and in this case, he was molested as a child. So, you know, that's, could that be why he was bad? I don't know. It could be. And now he's having conflicts because, you know, uh, I don't really remember this and I'm having conflicts. Oh my God. I just wish, can we just go back to villains being villains like they used to be, you know, like back in the eighties and nineties where you didn't have to know the villain's backstory. You didn't need to. He's a, right. He was an asshole, you know, and he needed to be put down like Hans Gruber. Did we know Hans Gruber's backstory? <laughs> Fuck no. Did we know Mr. Joshua's backstory from lethal, lethal weapon. weapon. Yeah, no, he was a fucking asshole Vietnam vet. I'm sure he was, you know, I'm sure he went through hardship in Vietnam, but we didn't need to know that. You know what? He was just an asshole now. That's all we needed to know. (laughs) So anyway, it just seems like nowadays, you know, all the villains has to have this sad uh, backstory. So this gets us to Frank Castle now, who, you know, has his own. uh, He talks like Christian Bell Batman. I don't know. you know, he, I think this is who I've always been. It's, I don't think it's the, my wife and kids dying. I think it's, this is who I'm always at. And it's like, oh my God, can you just go kill people and be entertaining <laughs> like you were in the, the first three episodes? I mean, now, so the Billy part is, it's not even, it's not even necessary. I mean, I don't know why we have to go back to, jigsaw and he's not even entertaining he spends the whole time running around you know trying to get his memories back and making robberies it's just it's bad it's just a bad show i i give it a pmr of two 
you know, I will never watch this turn again, but, and I wouldn't recommend you watching it, but if you want to go see it, if you want to watch it, watch it. But it's, uh, it, it was basically, uh, 13 hours of my life. I'm not going to be able to get back. So it's, uh, it's a shame because I think the guy who plays Frank Castle, uh, I can't think of his name right off. Uh, John, uh, what's his face? Oh, uh, Berthal. Berthal. Yeah. He's a great Punisher. I mean, he looks like him. He talks like what you would think the Punisher sounds like. I just think that everything, just the writing, just like it was in season one, is just atrocious. And it's just way, way terrible. I mean, the action scenes are really good. Uh, everything else is just God awful bad. I, I wish they could just take him and put him in the Marvel universe and just make a decent Punisher movie. Uh, I, I think, I think that, I think Punisher does not lend himself to a TV show. Yeah. It's too long. Way too long. I think Punisher, unless you want to do the, the only way I think a Punisher would work as a TV show is if you did it like the old Hulk show where he just drifts from town to town and, and writes wrong. Yeah, that you know, be better, right? Like the old, uh, Ma- uh, Kung Fu show, you know, it <laughs> comes into a town, you know, the, the evil, uh, wrestlers are, uh, trying to take over the land and he has to kick someone's ass. You know, that would be entertaining as a TV show. But this, no. Uh, they, they cause Punisher is basically a, a one note character. You know, he, he goes in, you're an asshole bad guy, you did something wrong, he's going to kill you. You know, that's that's the Punisher. And you don't need to go into this psychological thing about the Punisher. I mean, it's just, we we know what it is. He's crazy. I mean, he's, he lost his family, he lost his mind, and, you know, he's going to kill. And and I'm so sick of, like, the, there's the girl in that, you know, that I talked about the first part. She's a young girl, great actress. I actually liked her. She's really pretty. But like every time she had to look like she had to shoot somebody, you know, she has to talk about it for 10, 15 minutes. I just don't know. Oh, I, I just shot a man. I don't know. Oh, I don't, that was just the hardest thing. It's like, oh my God, the guy was going to kill you. You know, I mean, you shot him. You, you protected yourself. He was about to kill you. That shouldn't be that hard. It shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't have to talk about it ten minutes after you know you shot him. You should be going. Thank God I shot him. Did you see that shit? I killed that fucker. He was about to kill me. Thank God. You know. Whew. You see what I did to that motherfucker? That's how a normal person would react. They wouldn't talk about. Oh my gosh. Oh, I didn't want to kill him. Oh. Anyway. Wow! All right, that's. I was. They had two montages in there with that girl. Two montages. Two song montages. No, no, not like this. In in less than six episodes, they had two song montages with this girl. One of her playing dress up, and one of her being bored. Hmm. I was like, do we need this many montages in a Punisher show with a female uh, teenager? No, we don't. All right. Anyway, I give it a two. Sorry for the rant. I was wow. trying to, I was trying, I was trying to get a lot in because I know we're limited on time and we still got glass to cover. But I, I, this show, like I said, it started off really good. I was like, okay, I'm getting into this, and it just 
took a nosedive bigger than shit. They wow. should cancel this show. They, they all to need say, to lose so, yeah. so their be job. Heartbroken. <laughs> they all need to lose their job. Punisher, he's the only one that should survive this train wreck. Yeah. So you, you <laughs> he will should. not be upset when they announce that this is it. No, no. I, I'm not going to – even if they sit there making a series season three, I will not watch it. it I, wow. I can't. Unless they, unless they do the premise that I just said they should do. Right. I don't want to – I don't – I don't care enough about – this Punisher to to continue with this drivel. Not to say that John he does a bad job. He's he's really good. They should save him as the Punisher, but scrap all this bullshit that they they've done with it. So anyway, that's that's the Punisher. All right. So um so PMR of two. To bear, barely <laughs> barely make it watchable, right? Barely. Barely. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, let's find out what you think about uh, Glass. If I, was that was that watchable? Let's let's find out about that. M Night Shyamalan's Glass, the third, possibly final uh, of a trilogy of his. What, uh, what do you call, are these superhero movies? First of all, Unbreakable, yes. Split, yes. Glass. They are superhero movies. I, I'm going to. Uh, this is spoiler alert because oh, spoiler it, character. Yeah, this is going to be a spoiler alert because if you haven't seen this movie and if you have any interest in seeing this movie, do not listen to this podcast because wow. there's tons of spoilers. This movie, of course, is an M Night movie, so of course he's got twist at the end and. Uh, <clears throat> So this is definitely going to be a spoiler movie. All right. So we we uh, pick up. Uh, we pick up. We, we 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 know that after Unbreakable, it kind of went quiet for a while. Split came out. No one knew it was related to Unbreakable except for at the very end. Uh, and then all of a sudden, we got Glass, where it seems like it's bringing all three of. Uh, uh, does the split guy have a name other than split, <laughs> split guy? Well, they call him Kevin. Yes, they that? call they, yeah, his name is Kevin. That's right. his real name. Um, he calls his I guess his supervillain name could be the Horde the, or the Beast. The, the beast, Horde yeah. is the Horde is basically all his personalities in one. Okay, they call him the Horde. That's all of them. They're like a hive, I guess. That's what he calls all his personalities together. Okay. And the Beast is one of those personalities. Right. And the Beast, when he comes out, he has Watch actually out. got superpowers. Right. Okay. He actually can – he's got super strength. He, he can scale walls. walls. Yeah. Right. So he's a Beast. So that's the, that's the deal with that. Um, and they're all seem to be in some sort of uh, an asylum or something. They bring them all together. Or is this was this uh, Mr. Glass's plan to kind of get everybody together and re- bring uh, Unbreakable out of uh, presumed retirement? What's what's uh, how do they all get? How does the gang all get back together? All right. Well, let me tell you how. You there? Yep. Yep, I'm here. Okay. Yeah. Here's how it goes. So we are looking at a good 20 years after Unbreakable, of course, and we're looking at only three weeks after Split. Okay. Okay. 
So David Dunn, which is Bruce Willis's character from Unbreakable, he is he is basically a vigilante in the streets. He's still wearing his little green poncho, and he's going out and he fights crime. And they call in. He's got many kind of names. The media calls him different things, but he's basically they basically call him the overseer. Okay. So with he is starting to look for four girls have been kidnapped again because that's what the beast does or that's one of the personality kidnaps girls and so david dunn is looking for the four girls he knows that this beast is probably responsible for it and he's looking for it so he's out and about (laughs) he is actually he owns his own security company now Mm. and who is run by it is ran by him and his son same actor who played his son nice who is now an adult of course right and has has the sad same sad eyes that he had as a little kid i swear to god it's like yeah he's got a little sad eyes but anyway even as an adult he has sad eyes so Basically, one of the other powers that, and I've forgotten this about Unbreakable, but one of the other powers that he has is when he walks by someone, he kind of brushes up against them. Right, and kind of see things, right? Right. And so he's looking, they, they kind of, his son is like an oracle. He's, he, he's like Oracle from the comic book. He's like on a computer talking to his dad through, you know, um, a microphone, that ear, radio. And uh, he's telling his dad, you know, basically check this area right here. You know, <clears throat> this is uh, could be where he's at. So he goes that area, brushes up against them, sees the cheerleaders. <clears throat> and when he does, finds out where they're at, rescues them. Well, he's in the middle of the rescue when the beast comes back and they fight. Okay. And while they're fighting, they get the police capture them. <clears throat> and they bring them both to the mental institution where Glass is at. Okay. So this doctor was played by Sarah Paulson, which I've never really liked, and she did not do anything for and me in this movie. still don't like her. <clears throat> still don't like her. And again, here we have another psychiatrist who's talking long, boring shit, just like we had in Punisher, which is, I guess this is what we, we have now in these superhero movies, is psychiatrist all the time. Anyway, so her deal is she's trying to convince these three that they aren't superheroes, that there's a logical explanation for why they do what they do, and that they are they are just delusional. So <clears throat> they lock them up to do this, and David Dunn, something I didn't remember either, <clears throat> was he had a weakness to water. Oh, yeah. That was his kryptonite was water. And Split's weakness is like the flashing light. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, no, that's glass. Glass is, oh, oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Glass was, his superhuman thing was he was really smart. So anyway, so she's trying to convince him that, hey, you guys are, y'all are not super powered. Y'all are just delusional. It's all, you know, comic books, bull, you know, that's all crap. Well, Glass 
he's had them thinking that he's been under sedation all this years, but he hasn't, of course. He's been <clears throat> hiding his pills, and he's very alert. And he basically is saying that he breaks into, not breaks in, but he goes into, which is weird, because everybody, all these doors are just left unlocked, I guess. Well, he goes into the beast's room and kind of basically says, hey, look, you know what? They're trying to convince us that we're nuts. We're not. You're there. The comic book, um, comic books are based on real life stuff and that they've just been kind of trying to keep that hidden from the public. There's no, you know, all that stuff is real and it's just, it's, it's not storytelling. It's fact. It's written and blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> so long story short, they all break out. <laughs> Well, and they, then they get into a, <clears throat> Mr. Glass's whole thing is, he tells the horde, go to this, we're going to get you to the top of this building, this new building that's open, we're going to get you to the top of the new building opening, <clears throat> if David Dunn's going to come out there and y'all going to fight on, <clears throat> to fight at this grand opening and y'all show the world what y'all can do. Okay. And then the world will believe that superheroes are real, that there are superpowered people among us. <clears throat> so long story short, they fight out in the yard of the psychiatric ward. And they all kind of defeat each other. Um, Sarah Paulson comes out. The police come out there. A sniper hits the beast. He dies. Glass gets hit by the beast. He dies. <clears throat> and Bruce Willis is drowned by the police. Wow. And he dies. Okay. Well, it's revealed right before he drowns that Sarah Paulson's character comes up to him and says, Hey, you were right. It's, it's kind of dumb. You were right. Y'all are all superheroes, but... We're uh, we're part of an organization that have to keep you secret from the world, mm -hmm. and they kill them. No, wow. So the big twist is they are real, yeah. and that the there is a secret organization that is uh, their job is to keep if they find out there's a secret superhero or someone with extraordinary powers, they're supposed to a try to convince them that that's false, and then take the powers away from them. Like doing a lobotomy or what, some special thing that they did. They never really explained it. And then, and then if that doesn't work, then they kill them. So, and then at the very, very end. Oh, we got a double twist. Glass had a double twist. Glass, you know, even though he died, he had a secret plan. He knew all about this organization. He figured, figured it out. And he had sent out the tape of them all fighting in the yard. Throughout the internet. So now the whole world knows. So, what can I say about this movie? I liked it. I mean, it's, yes, it's got some corny moments. Yes, there's a lot of, like, the whole time I was watching the movie, I was like, well, police wouldn't do that, or they wouldn't do this. But, then you find out it's a secret organization, and you're like, okay, that makes sense. Why? Right. They did this or they did that. Right. And, you know, they're trying to keep it secret. So 
But then there's the other stuff that's just kind of like, eh, it's kind of dumb, you know. And some of the acting is kind of atrocious. The dialogue is kind of, it kind of crappy, especially when they start talking about comic books, you know, or, you know, trying to, uh, what was the first appearance of first modern day superhero? Well, let me tell you. I mean, stuff like, it's really, really, just choppy writing, choppy dialogue, like dialogue you would never hear anybody speak at all. I mean, and, uh, Bruce Willis was okay. He was good. Uh, Samuel Jackson was okay. I mean, they, they just played (laughs) roles that there was just, I mean, uh, of course, James, well, yeah, I mean, because there's, there's not much to their character, but James McAvoy, I mean, he goes all out. I mean, he really, he was really great because he's playing all these different characters, but, I like the movie. Um, I would like to see him expand on this world a little bit. Uh, it would be interesting. I wish he wouldn't have killed off the characters because it's like, okay, that kind of sucks. It, <laughs> I mean, you've killed off your three characters for this universe. I mean, I, now I know you're going to say there's more characters out there, but it would have been interesting to carry one or two of these characters along with you if you were going to do that. So it's definitely a movie that they could end it here or they can continue it. I mean, they definitely had an ending of the, of the trilogy of the unbreakable stuff or it, or it could, you know, spin into a, uh, another superhero or villain or whatever. And then you, then you'd have this, this organization that may, you know, you can more learn more about this organization, but stuff, stuff like, you know, like Bruce Willis, the son at the end is just like, he's with the, one of the girls, he kid, um, the split guy kidnapped and split, you know, she was like his, his next of kin. And then like, Glass's mother was his next kin. So they were all three together at the end. And, and I'm thinking, for one thing, would they just allow them just to leave like that if they're such a secret organization mm. hell-bent on, you know, keeping all this a secret? And then the other thing is, is when they test Bruce Willis's son to see if he's got the same kind of yeah, gene yes. or whatever. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. But I don't know. It's just uh, stuff like that. You just kind of go, hmm, all right. But I found it, I found it entertaining. I'll just say that. Um, the second act kind of is slowed up a little bit because, of course, it's about psychiatry and it's about them sitting around talking a lot. But other than that, I, I mean, I know it's getting raked over the coals in, uh, in the theater. I mean, in the Rotten Tomatoes and the critics are kind of giving it what for, but. I actually liked it. I, I I'll give the uh, I'll give it a three. Okay. Well, good enough. Is it? You think it's going to be good enough for uh, poor M Night to make make his money back since he personally financed the movie? Well, and does he does he continue with the universe or does he say, you know what, I got lucky. I, if I made my money back, I should quit while I'm ahead. It actually made. Forty-seven million, which is pretty good. That okay. for an for an opening, <clears throat> it exceeded ex- its expectation for opening. So, so the question is: Is he going to continue with this? I mean, I kind of hope he does. Actually, I, it's something different. It was nice to go see something 
that wasn't Star Wars. That wasn't right. <laughs> DC. It wasn't Marvel. It's a whole. It's a whole different universe, and it's been around a while. It's been around for twenty years. I mean, it was, <clears throat> you know, although the dialogue was clunky, and it was kind of cool to see the same the kid playing the adult. You know, the the kid grown up. It's, it's cool to see David Dunn. What's been going on with him and. Which is not much, but <laughs> not much. But I think a lot of this, you know, they, they tried to tie, and it was kind of back in the day, if you watched Unbreakable, it blew everybody's mind, especially comic book nerds. Not everybody was comic book nerds really that much back in the late nineties. I mean, so it kind of, it's like, oh, wow. You know, they're talking about comic books. You know, what a twist. You know, this is really cool. Yes. yes. But I think, so he kind of does the same thing (laughs) where he's trying to tie this story into the comic book mythos, you know, you know, where this is an origin story, you know, this ain't the, and it just doesn't work. It falls really flat, you know, because I think comics have, in the past 20 years has evolved into more than what it was 20 years ago. And I think to try to say it's this or that anymore, it just doesn't work very well. So I think, I think he would have been best not to do that. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So go, I think go I, see it at your own risk. I would say if it's on a DVD or okay. streaming. <laughs> so no, you know, no reason to hurry up and go see it, I guess. No, I mean, unless you're a really big Unbreakable fan, <laughs> if you really like Unbreakable, I'd say go, you know, yeah, go see it now. Um, <laughs> it, it's a, it's a, it's a worthy sequel to that if yeah. you, if you like that. Um, but if not, if you, Watching the street, and if you've never watched Unbreakable or Split, I wouldn't even bother with this. Yeah, yeah, you'd probably be lost. I mean, there's, yeah, yeah, you would be lost, and it's not, it's not very entertaining if you haven't watched those other two. Well, at least Unbreakable. I, I think you can watch Unbreakable and not watch Split and be just fine with it. But if you haven't watched Unbreakable, then yeah, you don't. This movie's definitely not going to be for you. You're going to be bored out of your mind. So. If it's on streaming service, yeah, I check it out. But other than that, eh. just wait. anyway. All right, very good. All right, well, you, you, got, you've convinced me I, that I don't need to see it. Did you see Unbreakable? Oh yeah, yeah. I think we may have saw it together. Then you need to see it. Eh. I, you, I, see you, it. you can wait in line. I'm I'm back to a couple of years behind. I haven't even seen John Wick one all of it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely gotta see John. Definitely gotta see just see the John Wicks. That's what you gotta watch. You gotta watch that. I want your review next week. I can't find it free anywhere. I'll have to find it on some sort of. uh, Well, it's like four bucks. Good lord, cheap ass. Jesus Christ. I don't know if it's worth that. It trust me, it is. All right. It is worth it. All right. Well, I will try to watch that, and I'll try to. I'll try to find a uh, a movie uh, a movie for you to watch. Um, All right, did, yeah, throw me out one because I, I don't know uh, I don't I don't know if I'm going to see the uh, the only movie that's coming out this weekend. And I'm really sorry, listeners, I'm not really uh, wanting to review it because although it's getting like an 85 on Rotten Tomatoes, it's uh, 
the boy who would be king or I got a sword or whatever the fuck it's called. That's something that if I made my kids aware of it, that I would have to go see. I think it's a little bit for a younger audience than what you would. Well, you know what? Why don't you go? You go. You go and review that movie this week. I don't think that's a good idea, Brad. I don't know if I can talk them into going to I don't think they have any interest in seeing it. My kids are not, uh, they're not really moviegoers. So I encourage that because movies are expensive. <laughs> God, you cheap Three bastard. people go going to the movies? Yeah. Go no on way. a Tuesday. It's only five bucks. I'm doing the podcast on Tuesday. Well, we'll move to Wednesday. <laughs> Jeez. Go take your kids to the movie. Yeah, we'll see. Treat, treat them boys to something. I took them to Spider-Verse. <clears throat> That's their movie for the month. There you go. That's their movie for the first quarter. The movie for the first quarter. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) God. I think so. And they, you know, and I find that if I delay long enough, they aren't, uh, you know, they don't care that much to where they're like, it's been out for three weeks. I really want to go see Bumblebee or whatever. They'll see the trailer like, oh, I want to see Bumblebee. I'm like, all right. Then it comes and goes and they forget about it. So, uh. I'm lucky they well, have the, bad short term that they, It's not that they forget about it, Brad. They're just like, eh, the old man ain't going to ever bring us. Yeah, they give yeah, up. They're just like, enough. eh, eh. The old man just don't give a shit. So, fuck it. You know what? I'm I've, just been, tired of- I've been putting off going to see uh, renting uh, Goosebumps 2. So, uh, I'll, I'll keep it, I'll keep that going. What? What was it? Goosebumps 2. They wanted to see oh, that. Oh, okay. I saw the first one. Yeah, again, it's a fine kids movie, but I don't care anything about seeing it. We saw it at the dollar movie. Yeah, there you go. That's probably about all it's worth, right? Alex has gotten too old for these movies now, so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't need to, you shouldn't have to You subject yourself to it. Yeah, that's why I'm just, you know, I'm not really, uh, if, but you guys should go and uh, let us know. I'd like to go see Creed 2 if it comes to the dollar theater. I'll review that again for the listeners. <laughs> I'm sure they would love to hear the, another review of Creed 2. <laughs> I love I Creed, man. over Creed 2. Oh, shit, yeah, man. All Hell right, yeah. Well, I will try to see a John Wick movie, one or two, uh, for the next podcast. I'll come up with uh, something for you. Uh, and then we'll see what happens with, uh, if there's any other, I don't know if we're going to have any more trailers anytime soon. Uh, so we may have to, uh, may have to re- re- do a, uh, a, a retro review or something like that. Uh, we'll have to see what happens in the world. All right. We'll have some good stuff. We'll still have some good stuff. And listen, uh, listeners, uh, please go to the pod men and cast your, uh, Rotten Tomato scores. We're going to have two more trailers up. We're going to have the, uh, Shazam, you can cast your score for that, and you can cast your score for uh, John Wick number three. So two more up in the All next right. couple of days. So there you go. All right. So go check us out on Instagram. But until next time, save it for the podcast. <laughs>